Hello. Welcome to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I'm your host, Ella Elston. I'm a licensed esthetician turned stay-at-home mama. So I've left the spa and now take clients virtually, host rooms on the social app Clubhouse, post a whole lot on Instagram, and now do a skincare podcast so we can make skincare simple again. There's so many and tricks and bits of advice out there to follow, and it can be hard to know which ones will be right for your skin. So let's get back to the basics and make healthy, clear, radiant skin accessible to everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I am actually recording this episode the night before it goes live, which I don't like to do, but we were in Charleston, South Carolina, my hometown, the last couple days, and I didn't get around to recording like I should have, but you know, better late than never. So as I'm sure you can tell by the title, we are talking about sunscreen today. This is something that I have talked about on Clubhouse many, many times and something that I have talked about on Instagram many, many times and just something that we all need to keep in mind really no matter the time of year. It's really common that around spring and summer, everyone starts sharing their favorite sunscreens, everyone starts sharing their favorite sun care hacks and travel-friendly products and all of that, but in reality, we need to wear sunscreen all year long, so we'll get into that in a moment, but First, let's talk about what sunscreen actually is. So we have two different types of sunscreen and that's gonna be a chemical or a mineral or physical sunscreen. Mineral and physical are the same thing. They're just two different names for it. So essentially how they work We're going to start with a chemical sunscreen and just like with chemical exfoliants, I don't want the word chemical to scare you away from it. We are not anti-chemicals here. So a chemical sunscreen is actually going to be absorbed into the epidermis and it's going to take those UV rays and bring them into the epidermis, convert them to heat, and then send them on their merry way back out of your body. So it's going to prevent the UV rays from causing any damage in your skin by converting them to heat and expelling them before they even get the chance to harm you. Now a mineral or physical sunscreen is going to act as more of a shield. It's going to sit on top of your skin and instead of letting the UV rays in and converting them, it's actually just going to have the UV rays bounce right off your skin. Now, since it is more of a shield, this is where that dreaded white cast comes from. So keep that in mind when picking your sunscreen, if you are going to be wearing it throughout the day and then into the evening and doing any flash photography or if it's your wedding day or any big event, you may want to go with a chemical sunscreen, especially if you are of a deeper skin tone, since we don't want that white cast to flash back in photos. So just keep that in mind. As far as picking a chemical or mineral sunscreen, it is completely up to you. It is all personal preference, especially when it comes to the face. So you can find different sunscreens based on your skin type. And really, I always recommend finding a sunscreen for your face that is made specifically for the face. We're not putting body sunscreens on the face, just like you don't put body lotion on your face as moisturizer. 
we are looking for a sunscreen made for the face and we are going to find the formula that works for you. That doesn't make you break out. That gives you the glow that you want or gives your skin more of a matte finish. If you want that, that's tinted or not tinted. That's a cream, a spray, a powder, whatever formula you find that works best for your skin, go with it. We do want to make sure that we are at least an SPF 35 and you don't really need to go above SPF 50. After that, they typically just raise the price, but you're not really getting that much more protection. So let's talk about SPF and what that stands for for a moment. So SPF stands for sun protection factor and how this equation basically works. So let's say you are in the sun, no protection whatsoever. It takes you 15 minutes to burn. So that is going from stepping out into the sun. 15 minutes later, you have a sunburn. So the SPF 30 is going to mean that it takes you 30 times longer to get that sunburn. And really, when you take this math, you don't need to go and figure out how long it actually takes you to burn without sunscreen. We're not trying to go out and purposefully get a sunburn but typically it equates to about two hours for most people, which is why it is always said to reapply every two hours. And then of course, if you're getting in the water, that time shortens a little bit. So that is what SPF stands for. It is the sun protection factor, and it is how long it takes you to burn. So that is what SPF stands for. It is the sun protection factor, and it is to figure out how long it will take you to burn when you have it on opposed to not having it on. So it's 30 times longer or 50 times longer, whatever sunscreen you pick. Now I do also want to talk about UV rays. There are going to be two main types that we're talking about today. These are not the only two, but these are the two that affect your skin the most. These are going to be UVA rays and UVB rays. So you can think of it UVA for aging. UVA rays are going to be the ones that are going to cause the most premature aging in your skin. Whereas UVB rays, you can think of those UVB for burning. Those are going to be the ones that are going to cause the burn in your skin. UVA rays have a very long wave pattern, a very slow wave pattern, and can penetrate deeper into the skin. Whereas UVB rays are a very short wavelength, and there's not much space between the peaks of the waves, so that's what's going to make them short. And they're not going to penetrate as deep, but they are going to be a little more intense, which is what's going to cause that burning. When looking for your sunscreen, we want to make sure that we are covered from both UVA and UVB. So we want to look for the magic words, broad spectrum. So you want a sunscreen that is made for the face or for the body. You want it to say broad spectrum and you want an SPF 35 to 50. Yes, for some face formulas, they go down to SPF 30 uh, and that is okay as long as you're good about reapplying them. And we'll talk about the different ways to reapply in a moment, but UV rays, we want to protect from all of them. So broad spectrum is what we are looking for, whether it's for the face or the body. Now, aside from protecting your skin from UV rays, we are also going to wear that SPF on our face and reapply it because of free radicals. So free radicals are cell disruptors that are caused by UV rays and other environmental factors, and they break down collagen and cause issues like premature aging or acne or hyperpigmentation. So we want to get rid of those free radicals 
And we need to do that by wearing our sunscreen, but also by wearing antioxidants. So this is where vitamin C is going to play a big role. So if you've heard me talk about vitamin C before, then I often say that it is an SPF aid. So it will help your SPF. And when I say that, I'm talking about these free radicals. So free radicals cause oxidative stress on your skin, which is what's going to break down that collagen and is going to cause premature aging and acne and hyperpigmentation and all of that. So with that, we need to be wearing an antioxidant every morning. So how you would use this in your routine, you would cleanse your skin, put on your vitamin C serum, put on your moisturizer, put on your sunscreen. And that's really all you need to do in the morning. You can add in an eye cream if you would like, but that is all you need to do in the morning. It's nothing crazy. And doing that will protect you from the UV rays, from free radicals. It'll help to brighten your skin and you will be all set. So if applying those four products just seems like a lot for your skin and not something that you want to do, I understand if we want to shorten it, if we want combo products, that is totally doable. However, if you are using a combo product as in a moisturizer with SPF or a vitamin C serum with SPF, then make sure that you are using a little bit more than you think you need. We're doing this so that we can actually get the amount of sun protection that these products promise. So let's say you have your moisturizer that has sunscreen in it. Great. You're going to cleanse. You're going to use your vitamin C serum, and then you're going to use your moisturizer with SPF. You're going to use twice as much as you think you need of the moisturizer. If you're using a thicker moisturizer that has your sunscreen in it and it feels like a lot to rub that in, you can always put some on, give it like 10 seconds, and then go in with another layer of it. But in all honesty, in my opinion, I think that takes just as much time as using a separate SPF. And if your moisturizer does not have an SPF in it, then you can use the same moisturizer morning and night. So I am personally a fan of having your sunscreen be a completely separate product. So you know, you are getting the full power of the sunscreen that you need. Now to reapply your sunscreen, if you are somebody who wears makeup at least some days of the week, there are still ways to reapply your sunscreen throughout the day. There are so many brands that have come out with facial mists or powders or little compacts that you can use with a sponge or a brush to all reapply over your makeup. And yes, UV rays can penetrate your makeup. So with that being said, you can reapply. There is no excuse to not, it doesn't matter what your skin type is. There is a product out there for you that you can reapply your sunscreen all day. Now, a really good rule of thumb for this is to in the morning, Let's say you wake up at 7 a.m. for work, you do your skincare, you get ready, all that. During that process, you put on your sunscreen. Great. Now you go about your day, whether you're working from home, whether you're working at the office, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, or no matter what your situation is, around lunchtime, so around 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock-ish, take a moment, set a reminder on your phone, just make it part of your daily habit. You eat lunch and then you apply your sunscreen again. This will give you a good general coverage. Unless you are outside all day, this is kind of all you need. So apply first thing in the morning when you do your skincare and then again, right after you eat lunch and you are good. So it's not like you have to do a ton throughout the day. Now I want to tell you about one amazing product that I have found. It is on Amazon. 
It is called Spot My UV. Now, I don't have a code for it or anything like that. This is just a product that I have found that I use religiously, and I use it on my children as well. These are little stickers. And again, it's called Spot My UV. They're little purple stickers that you put on. Then you put your sunscreen on top of it. That's something that you would do with your body sunscreen, obviously not your face sunscreen. Put it somewhere that you'll see it. I'll put it on my legs so I can see it if I'm sitting down. On my kids, I'll put it on my five-year-old's arm so she can see it easily. And on my one-year-old's back shoulder blade so that he does not notice it and try to take it off. It is purple when you put it on. You put your sunscreen over it. It turns clear. As your sunscreen starts to fade, it will start to turn purple again, letting you know that it is time to reapply. This has been one of my favorite things that I have found on Amazon, and I highly recommend it for any day that you're going to be outside a lot. We use these on days that we're just playing in the backyard for a long time. When we went to Charleston and we went to the beach, we used them then. If we go and play at the park for a while, anything like that, I always have a pack of these in my purse and it just makes it really easy to remind you that it is time to reapply your sunscreen. And then my five-year-old loves to tell me when it turns purple again. So it's really fun for her as well. So if you're someone who forgets to reapply sunscreen, look for Spot My UV on Amazon. They're in a little purple package. They're fantastic. So I also want to give you a couple kind of scary statistics, and I'm not saying these to try to scare anyone or anything like that, but this is the reality of it. We're talking about sunscreen and with that comes skin cancer. Now this information is coming directly from the American Cancer Society. This is on their website. Anyone can find this information. I will link them down in the show notes as well, because if you are not aware of all of the risks when it comes to skin cancer and all of the different types of skin cancer and all of that, I highly encourage to go and read up on it because it's better to be knowledgeable than blissfully unaware and end up with skin cancer. Now, According to the American Cancer Society, in the United States in 2022, there are expected to be 99,780 new cases of melanoma this year. In one year, there are expected to be 99,780 new cases of melanoma. That is just melanoma. There are other types of skin cancer as well, but melanoma is the deadly one. So that's the big one that they are warning us about. Now, because of cancer advances, there are only expected to be 7,650 deaths from it. And that's still more deaths than needed from skin cancer. But at the end of the day, those are pretty good odds. I just want to inform you in every way that I can so that you are not one of those 7,650. I just have two more little topics that I want to tell you about with this. The first one is go and see a dermatologist. Go and see a dermatologist every year for an annual skin check. I have personally have had four spots removed. I had them removed when my daughter was six months old. She is now five. I go for a skin check every year. Dermatologist comes in looks at all of my moles and freckles and all of that. We make notes of any new ones. They take pictures of any ones that I'm concerned about to see if they've changed from last time I was in. And we move on. 
Now this is covered by pretty much all insurances. I don't work in insurance, so I can't say that for certain, but it's worth checking. My insurance covers it because it is a preventative step. Your insurance would much rather pay for a skin check once a year than cancer treatments. So go and get a skin check at a dermatologist. It is quick. It is painless. Even if they have to remove spots, they put some numbing cream on it, do a quick biopsy and you're fine, but it is better to know than to not. And it ended up being too late. So we will be talking about your microbiome next week, but I did want to go ahead and mention while we're on the topic of sun care and skin cancer that on the American cancer society, there are a ton of research papers from dermatologists and other doctors and one of them is by Dr. Julia O. And she states that skin microbes that can increase inflammation on the skin can increase the rate and severity of squamous cell carcinoma. Modifying the skin's microbiome may allow us to modify the risk, severity, or onset of this very dangerous cancer. Now, that little blurb was talking just about squamous cell carcinoma, but the entire article, which is very easy to find on the American Cancer Society, again, which will be linked in the show notes, is talking about how your skin's microbiome, having a healthy microbiome on your skin, can prevent skin cancer. Now, if that's not enough of a reason to go and take probiotics, eat all the colors of the rainbows, all the fruits and veggies, make your plate nice and colorful, we want to make sure that we are exfoliating our skin, but not over exfoliating. We want to moisturize our skin as well. Those are going to be the basics of what to do to take care of your microbiome on your skin. But probiotics are going to be a big part of that. If that's not enough of a reason to take care of your microbiome, I don't know what is, but a healthy microbiome can prevent skin cancer. So the last little bit, I know I said that we need to wear it every day, all year. UV rays can get to you unless you are in a dark basement all day with no windows. UV rays can get to you. Even on the cloudiest of days, 80% of UV rays can penetrate the clouds. And of those 80% that penetrate the clouds on a very cloudy day, 60% can penetrate tinted windows in your car. UV rays can get to you even on if you don't feel like they can. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what the weather's like. It doesn't matter if you're inside for most of the day. You need to be wearing sunscreen every day. And honestly, not to sound a bit harsh, but if you're trying to achieve anything with your skin, if you are trying to minimize fine lines, if you're trying to lighten hyperpigmentation, if you're trying to if you're trying to help with acne, anything that you are trying to do with your skin and you're not wearing a sunscreen, it's basically pointless to put all that time, effort, money into your skin because the sun will very easily undo all of the progress you've made. On top of that, if you are using active ingredients like retinol or AHAs or salicylic acid, then your skin will be more prone to burns. So all of those active ingredients make your skin photosensitive, which means sensitive to the sun. So we don't want to increase the risk of sun damage just because we're not wearing a sunscreen. It takes two seconds. Not every sunscreen smells like the beach anymore. So find a formula that works great for you. 
I have a whole bunch listed on shop my shelf, which is linked down below in the show notes. I have many, many recommendations based on skin types, skin concerns, budgets, all of that over on Instagram, which is also linked down in the show notes. And then if you still don't know which one that you want to use again, down in the show notes, I have my consults where you can give me a little bit more information about your skin and we can work together to get you the best skin with the best products for you. That is going to be it for today's room. All of those links that I mentioned are down in the show notes. I appreciate you coming to hang out with me today and I hope that you have learned something or found this interesting at some point. I find this stuff very fascinating. So if you find it as fascinating as I do, please feel free to share it with someone who doesn't think that sunscreen is a necessary part of their daily life. And it would mean the world to me if you were to leave a comment or review or share this episode to your Instagram story or TikTok or Facebook or whatever platform you use most. And I will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.